if you have the full profiling of a patient with all his biomolecular makeup, so I know exactly what you're missing and what you need for your body to work at his optimal status and shape, then I can provide that to you and get you to that level. Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Podcast, Doctor's Edition. One of the fastest growing regenerative medicine and anti-aging podcasts in the world. Each and every Tuesday and Thursday, I talk to the top experts to show doctors how to market, manage, and magnify their practice to help more people and make more money. Each episode is short and to the point without wasting your time with pointless conversation. Learn the skills to be successful without traveling to seminars or paying for expensive consulting fees. Are you ready? Because I am. I'm Dr. Ross Carter, and it's time to start the Regenerative Warrior Podcast now. 2 things before we get started. The views expressed by our guests are not necessarily those of Dr. Carter or this podcast. One of our podcast partners has just announced special pricing for our listeners. Wharton's Jelly Allograph for $475 per cc. You heard that right, only $475. White papers are available. This is for a limited time, so act now. Why pay double or triple the price from other providers? To learn more or to order, text your name and the word JELLY, J-E-L-L-Y, to 561-962-1231. Write that down. It's 561-962-1231. On with the show. Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Podcast. My name is Dr. Ross Carter. We have a special guest today. Now, your name is kind of challenging, so we'll call you Dr. Evel. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. Thank you. Well, could you pronounce your whole name for me, just so that everybody else hears it? Yeah, my full name is Evel de Freitas. Now, your area of specialty is, my understanding is it's on aging and living healthy. Is that about accurate? Am I close? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I start as an internist doing general mm-hmm. medicine, working in the hospital. And I was kind of frustrated with the giving pills and then giving more pills for the side effects of the previous pills and never fixing anybody and trying to just get them out of the hospital. So I went for more training and I did functional medicine and anti-aging. Okay. And then I went into hormones and that's kind of how evolved. So tell me more about, let's say, anti-aging. That's a very big topic. Well, it's been for a long time, the main goal of medicine is being keeping people alive. We have gotten better on that. We have realized that people live longer, but in very poor quality the last few years. So in fact, 20% of the lifespan of most Americans are burdened by chronic disease and disabilities. So there is a new field in medicine that is looking to improve the quality of life of those years and also get people to look younger, feel younger, and act younger. And that's what anti-aging medicine is aiming and is looking for. And most of the interventions that we do are, you know, towards that goal. Tell me more about that. How do you work in this field? So most of the anti-aging physician at, at the beginning, anti-aging medicine was focusing the most on hormones, on hormones, okay. growth hormone, testosterone for males and even for females and estrogens and optimization of hormones. It went into bioidentical hormones because the whole concern about the synthetic hormones and cancer 
And when I went into the field, I went because most of my patients, besides I was working mostly on lifestyle, that is being my main focus and passion all my life, wellness, eating well, exercising, how to keep patients healthy and on their optimal shape with lifestyle intervention. Most people were asking me for hormones. So I say, well, let me go and learn more about bioidentical hormones. And when I went into the training, I learned that beside hormones, they have a different understanding on nutrition, a much more depth understanding on nutrition going to biochemistry and biomolecular levels. And I start using supplements because in medical school, I was very skeptic about it. We don't learn to use vitamins. We give vitamins to people when they're crashing and dying from very severe deficiencies, not like prevention. That's right. what I learned in medical school. But, you know, when I did this training, I got fascinated by what they were talking about. And I remember what I learned on biochemistry. So it makes sense to me that if I provide good amount of vitamins, the body was going to work better. And as we know now, we have depleted the soil from vitamins and nutrients. So the fruits and vegetables we're getting are not as nutritious as they used to be. And we're not picking the apple from the tree. We're just really waiting weeks to get the apple from the tree. And that also compromise the nutrient value of that food. So I start with little steps going into it. And then I learn about IV therapy and I, you know, some of my patients also pushed me into that because they were getting great results and they didn't want to go to the next door guy to get it. So I started doing that too. And that's when I really have my breakthrough that I realized that with this kind of therapy, because at that point myself, because I try everything on myself first, uh-huh. I was optimized in terms of my lifestyle. I was meditating, I was doing yoga regularly, exercising, all combined, like high-intensity interval training. I mean, all by like the most proven approach to improve your lifestyle and stress management. My diet, it's optimal and it was optimal at that point. But as soon as I started doing these therapies, my whole immune system responds super, like I've never imagined that it could respond to that. I felt much more energetic, my mood improved, I was happier. It was like I was in another level of health. I really think that in medicine, we have set a standard of being well. That is what we think we are all well. Like labs are good and you're not sick, so you're well. Right. But I do think that we have a higher potential and we don't know until we get exposed to it. So you're talking about living beyond well. (laughs) Yeah, feeling beyond what you think is good. And that's what happened to me. I was doing good and I was doing all these things, but I still was struggling with stress. I get like cold sores here and there and I get colds. and, And I knew that it was stress hitting on my immune system. And that was something that with all the things that I was doing, I was not able to control. Then when I start incorporating the IV therapies in my own life, on my own treatment, I realized that I gained control of that. I didn't get a cold sore anymore. And my colds really became like one day when I rarely get them. And it's like my mood and my capacity to control stress enhanced. Like now I could get the benefits that people describe from meditation that I was not getting before, despite I was doing meditation. 
And I do think, after thinking about it for a long time, that, you know, biologically, I was missing little nutrients that would not allow me to make enough serotonin, dopamine, and all the things that you need to really feel like, you know, like Dalai Lama feel <laughs> when he meditates. So I'm like, oh my God, that's why it's not working. Biochemically, I'm deficient in things. So I started looking for a good test to check nutrients because uh-huh. unfortunately, when we check on the standard labs that we have, when you're checking labs with LabCorp and Quest and all the traditional labs, we're checking B12 in blood, in serum. And that means that if you ate something fortified by B12, that most of the grains are like rice, spaghetti, you know, everything is fortified with B12 and folate, then you're going to get a high level. But it doesn't mean that intracellular, that's the right level. And when you read more of the experts, this is one of the main limitations we have had with nutrient diagnostic and testing. And so I encountered the research of Dr. Busi. Dr. Busi in Texas developed a technology that was able to check nutrients in a functional way. So it was not a one-study measurement, but it was a dynamic measurement. The way that he did is that he took the lymphocytes and he put it on different mediums. And each medium has all the vitamins except one. And he see how the lymphocytes that are the immune system main cells respond to that medium. And if they enhance their multiplication, these cells start reproducing in a good pays despite the lack of one vitamin, it means that the reserve of the cell is good enough. But if it's not reproducing at the expected pace, then it means that it's lacking, the reserve is low on those specific nutrients. So it's a very complex test. It takes two weeks to get, but it gives you a really great map of your biomolecular makeup for each individual. And I did that on me. Sorry for the interruption again. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal health, or how to create a million-dollar business card and dominate your area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and any question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561 561- Nine six two one two three one, or go to our website at drrosscarter.com to learn more. Don't forget about our current four hundred and seventy-five dollar Warden's Jelly Special. On with the show. So I realized I have like deficiencies in multiple things. This time I was taking vitamins too, but then I learned that fifty percent of people taking vitamins and spending money on supplements are taking what they don't need and they're not taking what they need. So oh, I start getting, yeah, so I start getting an understanding. That, oh, so everybody should be personalized. Not because I go to GMC and the guy tell me, you know, vitamin C is really good for your skin. I say, okay, let me take it. That's not the way to take vitamins. But because we are not trained doctors, we're not trained in these science, then we cannot prescribe vitamins, but like the GMC guy. Oh, you know, vitamin C is good when you have a cold, <laughs> but it's not like that. I mean, if you have the full profiling of a patient with all his biomolecular makeup, so I know exactly what you're missing and what you need for your body to work at his optimal status and shape, 
then I can provide that to you and get you to that level. And that's now, kind think- of what I start doing. I would assume that most people have no idea what their biomolecular makeup or core is really, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know what I should be at or even where I am currently. I take a ton of vitamins and do the mm-hmm. shotgun approach and hope it fixes everything. But that's not the best way, I guess you're saying, right? That's right. And, you know, one of the doctors who kind of got me into this too was Dr. Uh-huh. Houston. And Dr. Yeah. Houston, he has written multiple books and he's a very interesting guy. And he's been working with these approach, but he doesn't do IV. He does supplementation by mouth. But his experience is on patients with high blood pressure and diabetes. And he has a lot of things published on this subject. And what he has found is that this is a great strategy to get his patients on the less medication you know, because most hypertensives end requiring more and more medication if they don't take the lifestyle approach of losing weight and eating right and all that. So when I was talking to him after I saw one of his talks at the anti-aging conference that I used to go, he said that since he started taking this approach, his results have been so much better because after his patients take the vitamins that they need specific for them, for a year, he see improvement of the numbers, but he also see that the patients are more willing to do the other things that before they were not willing to do, like eating better and exercising. And that was kind of striking for me because, as I told you, I was on the lifestyle world. I was trying to motivate my patients. I was using all kind of psychological strategies to see how I could convince my patients that they should exercise more and eat better to be healthier instead of taking a freaking pill. And I was not getting the best results. Some people were convinced and some people were not. So and that's what the challenge has been for years. And that's why we're not doing more lifestyle medicine. It's true. But when I heard that, I said, hmm, that's interesting. Then when I incorporate the IVs, I saw that you feel like energetic. You don't need to wait a year. It's an instant improvement. People feel better just walking out my office. It's ridiculous. And I sound like I'm gimmick and scamming, but I see it every day. All kind of patients, from cancer patients getting chemotherapies, from people that are, you know, all kind of people, executive CEOs come here tired. They get the therapy and say, Dr. DeFreitas, I feel so great. And this lasts for four weeks. And then I need to call you again because my core has been depleted again. And I experienced that on myself too. My husband, everybody in my family gets the shots. So this is probably the foundations for how medicine is going to be in the future. I mean, if we really personalize nutrition, and I don't think it's going to be IV forever, we might come up with better ways to do it. But, you know, I give them an IV 15 minutes. I don't do back. I do push. I don't do the crazy orthomolecular dose that these lounges are doing vitamin C, 30 grams, and big bags that last an hour. I think that that's scam, that's gimmick, and that's unresponsible because they're not monitoring their patients. They don't know how their blood work are responding. I do blood work. I repeat blood work every six months on my patients. I make sure I'm not hypermethylating them. That means that I'm not overdoing because when you overdo certain vitamins, you're modulating their genes to express in a different way. You can't do that because you're bypassing the gut. So you have to make sure that you do it responsibly and you're not getting somebody in trouble long term. So that's one of the things that I'm fighting too. And that's why I'm writing the book because I'm doing a lot of research. There is not too much research 
on this field because there is pharma doesn't want to put money on this because nobody can patent vitamin C. So nobody's going to make millions with vitamin C IV. And that's the reality. So there is no money for this kind of research. But I'm applying to NIH. I'm trying to get the data because one fact you cannot deny is that this kind of approach was developed by Dr. Myers in John Hopkins in the 70s. And, and that's where the Myers cocktail those, comes into play, right? That's, that's the that's, why, that's, yeah, that's yeah. right. And yeah. if you think about it, it's been 50 years since then, it's still out there. And people are still using, and doctors are still using, despite, you know, most traditional doctors doesn't believe on it. There is still providers that believe on it and use it. And most of the people who are using these say, I see miracles results. The only thing I learn from the people who are using Myers cocktail and especially high, high, super high, like the orthotypical orthomolecular approach, like, for example, you know, Dr. Permuter? No. He's a neurologist who developed a great practice on nutrition, and he's one of the pioneers using glutathione in Parkinson patients. Oh, good. And he's okay. one of the first, yeah, he's one of the first guys who posted videos online with Parkinson patients coming in, like walking, you know, that shafting walk that they have. This, and then he gave them glutathione and the patient walks out like a normal person. And people wow. like, yeah, so glutathione does that for some Parkinson patients. Certainly it does, but just for a short period of time. Because, mm-hmm. and one of the main reasons is because, as I say, when you are using IV therapy, you are bypassing a natural mechanism of controlling the dose of nutrients that your body gets. And if you get really high dose of glutathione and you don't give these patients equivalent dose of vitamin C, then eventually glutathione cannot die because it's an antioxidant. So to help the body to clean all this rust, it starts becoming rusty. But in order for the glutathione to unrust, needs the vitamin C. <laughs> Literally, I have seen patients who have been treated with Dr. Permuter's protocol, not by him, and they're sick again, and they feel horrible when they get the glutathione, and they don't know why, and you check their biomolecular profiling, and vitamin C is is like zero. You don't see any response on those lymphocytes on vitamin C, and Uh and they're eating vitamin C like they're eating all because the diet is also very important for this program, and it's like all greens, all fruits, vegetables. They're taking two grams of vitamin C a day. I mean, they're optimized gut-wise, like oral-wise. But despite that, because the dose of glutathione are super high, the body cannot compensate with the vitamin C that you're absorbing in your gut, you know, to work with these high dose of glutathione and this cleansing that this glutathione is doing for your brain. But these patients, the only thing that I do is that I check their biomolecular profile and then I put them on their formula and all of them are low in vitamin C, so they get vitamin C. But I don't give them 30 grams of vitamin C. I give them just two grams of vitamin C because I still stay within Dr. Meyer's formula, but I just switch around and add things depending on what my patients need because I truly believe that we don't need those super high dose. And in fact, super high dose are detrimental for the body eventually. So I, I'm very conservative. I use smaller dose but I get great results, even on these kind of patients. So I start them doing, you know, the vitamin C. With a, I cut down on the huge dose of glutathione, give them a small dose, 
And in yeah. one or two treatments, they're getting the magical results again without those crazy doses that, you know, some protocols out there just recommend. So, now, How often is a patient getting an IV? Most of my patients at the beginning, if they're very depleted, I tell them to come every two weeks until oh. we build up the reserve because their, their reserve has been wore, wore off or fade away by stress. That's literally what happened. Stress heat off. Our body has to do a lot of new things like cleaning all these crazy hormones that we produce to survive stress and metabolism increase. So all that increase our requirements. And as we increase our requirements, everything starts decreasing on our reserve because we're not capable to compensate with what we eat at the level that we're living today and the quality of food that we're getting today. Sorry for the interruption again. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card and dominate your area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and any question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or go to our website at drrosscarter.com to learn more. Don't forget about our current $475 Warden's Jelly Special. On with the show. So, you know, I started increasing that reserve. The patients feel it because at the beginning when they come, most of them feel great the first day or second day after the shot. There is few patients who don't feel anything the first therapy, but they feel it after the second or third. So most of my patients feel better anyway, but and most after the first therapy, but some of them take a little longer. But as soon as they get into, like the reserve gets to a level that they can open those pathways that have been shut down because they're not essential for survival, it's like I always compare that to the cell phone. The cell phone, you know, when the battery is low, everything shut down. Like the screen is not a shine and the process is start being slow like in a laptop. Right. It's the same thing for the body. So if our reserves start coming down on the micronutrients, some pathways they start slowing down because our body is reserving those nutrients for the pathways that are essential for our survival, literally. And having great sex and thinking quickly and being happy is not part of that equation. So as if you see around, people are like, I have no sex drive. I can't smile anymore. I'm tired. I'm emotionally exhausted. I'm like, <laughs> you know, they're in power safe mode. Power so as soon as you mode. start repleting, <laughs> yeah, that's how we call it. So as soon as I start repleting that reserve and, and they start feeling better, you see them. It's like a different individual. It's somebody else. And these are people who are coming from their doctors and they tell me, you know, I feel horrible, but my doctors say I'm okay. They check everything. My cholesterol is a little high, but besides that, I'm good. But I don't feel good. But that's what's happening with medicine. We have a gap there that we can fill because our test is not accurate enough to tell us when things are starting to become a problem. They just show up when it's a big problem already. So that's why I think that's the shifting that we have the opportunity now to become really preventative. I mean, it's not early diagnosis. It's like with all the genome project and with all the technology that we have now, with all these genetic testing plus biomolecular testing and everything that is coming because everything is happening like right now in the lab. 
So it's a great time to be a doctor. It's a great time to, you know, I feel very happy that, especially because I decided to move out of the hospital and kind of walk on paved paths and say, well, let's take the risk and see if I find something that it can make me feel fulfilled and I can help my patients better than what I'm doing right now. And that makes sense, yeah. I'm happy I did that. Yeah, I'm happy I did that. Well, the change of lifestyle, I mean, you know, as a doctor, yeah. you're trying to basically just try to cover symptoms and you have your normal values and they're not your optimum. They're just like the normal range yeah. where you're not dying. That's right. So how do you test the patients to determine if they have problems? Okay, so I either see them in person, they come to my office, or I do have a questionnaire for some patients. If they don't have a complex medical history and they just want to improve their health in general, they can just fill a questionnaire so I have medical history on them, and then we send a nurse to do blood work for them. The one who come in the office, we do the blood work right there. So we draw blood and we send it to the lab in Texas. And we do what we call the trifecta, that is the biomolecular or micronutrient testing, the telomeres, and omega-3. Telomeres. That's my main thing, telomeres, yeah. We check telomeres. Oh, and tell me about those. Mm-hmm. So telomeres is an interesting thing because telomeres are part of our chromosomes. They're like the plastic tips in your shoelaces that protect your shoelaces to fray. That's how telomeres work for our chromosomes. So they're at the top of our chromosome and the tips, and it literally protects the DNA from fraying. And when the telomeres shorten too much and there is barely telomeres, it's like what the plastic tips of your shoelaces disappear. So the whole thing is start fraying and it just gets disrupted and then disappear and doesn't work because DNA has to be together in order to work and help the cells to replicate, multiply, and renew tissue like the skin and the gut, like the lining and your hair, your nails. All that depends on this. And immune system, red blood cells, white blood cells. So everything comes as our system is continuously renewing. And this continued renewal is also depending on the telomeres. So longer telomeres are the best because when you have long telomeres, it's telling you that those cells are going to be able to replicate longer and it's going to be able to survive more replications. So what Elizabeth Blackburn team found is the telomeres and the enzymes that allow telomeres to stay long, which at that point they realized it was kind of our biological clock because it's your cellular age. The length of your telomeres become an expression of your cellular age. And this was the Nobel Prize of 2009. They were awarded for that. So it's a very important thing. It's a great biomarker for biological age. And, and there is a lot of labs now doing, and you can find on the internet. I do it with SpectroCell because I send everything to them. They do the micronutrient testing. They are the only one who does the technology that I explained to you because it's a patent technology that's designed by them. So I do the telomeres too with them and I do the omega-3. And they use the validated by Elizabeth Blackburn technology for the telomeres. So I feel very comfortable using them for that too. I get that. And with that, I'm able to tell my patients how old they really are. How old they really are? Yes, because we have chronological age. That is, depending on when you were born, and you have zero control over that. And now we know we have biological age. That is, you know, how old you look, act, and feel. 
And we see very often people who say, I'm 65, and you're like, you look like 45. What are you talking about? And you have people who say, I'm 35, and you you look horrible. What happened to you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Usually you don't say that. You just think. Usually if you check the telomeres on these people, you find the answer. You know, I've been always fascinated by that. And I'm an anti-aging physician, so I say, I better know how old my patients really are and try to see if I can improve that. So I start checking telomeres as soon as they become available in the market. And what I start seeing that I was not expecting is that after a year of therapy and improving their biomolecular profiling, their telomeres seems to become longer. So you can actually increase the length of the telomeres just by IV nutrition? Yeah, well, my research is still early and ongoing, but that's been my observation in my clinical practice. So now I'm applying for an NIH, you know, and all that because I want to do more research on this. And I think it's really interesting because now we're learning that a lot of other things also have been doing that. Meditation is one of them. Meditation has been showing in some, you know, early tests and research too that even eight weeks of meditation, guided meditation for people, and you check telomeres before and after, and you see improvement on the telomeres. So we thought that telomeres, you know, your telomeres are short. Oh, my gosh, start praying. I'm sorry. But it's not like that. You know, genes are not your destiny. We know that now. So we can change our genes, not exactly our genes, but how they express. And we can also do good things for our telomeres and make them longer. And when we have longer telomeres, what we see is that these people tend to not only live longer, which is a good thing, but live better. They have less risk of cancer, dementia, Alzheimer, and all those things. Now, these I've been in meetings and I've seen people and, and these people who read stuff on internet and internet is the, Google is the new doctor. So I start like, oh my gosh, I read that long telomeres are not good and cancer, well, cancer cells survive anything, right? Cancer cells are like super troopers and they're super troopers because they have long telomeres. But these long telomeres, some cancer cells have short telomeres too, but most cancer cells have long telomeres, but these long telomeres are not like the long telomeres that we're talking about of healthy people meditating and doing exercise. These are very unstable long telomeres, like ugly long telomeres. You know, there is beautiful tall people and there is people that tall are not good looking. <laughs> so it's the same thing. <laughs> so those long telomeres are all like not good. And some people, and this is very rare condition, but there is some group of people that inherit a syndrome of long telomeres. And those people have these kind of weird long telomeres, but they have longer life and they have decreased risk of diabetes, obesity, but they do have increased risk of certain cancers like brain cancer and kidney cancer, different cancers, melanoma. But these telomeres are inherited. They they come from mom and dad, and these people usually, this is rare. We don't see that too often. So most of the people that we find long telomeres in our traditional testing is people who really doing great because they're managing stress really well, because they're eating well, because they're taking the right vitamins, because they know what to take, or because intuitively they choose the right one. I don't know, but there is people like that. 
and they're exercising consistently, like three, four times a week, the right way, and they have a positive outlook. Those things are super important. People don't realize that. Sorry for the interruption again. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allografts, exosomes, supplements, legal health, or how to create a million-dollar business card and dominate your area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and any question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or go to our website at drrosscarter.com to learn more. Don't forget about our current $475 Warden's Jelly Special. On with the show. But having a positive outlook, loving yourself, being compassionate, practicing kindness, all those kind of behaviors are really positive for your blueprint. And we don't realize because we don't think about it. But as we learn more and more about the love hormones, oxytocin, and its effect in, you know, our own stem cells, on our biomolecular environment and all that, it explains why some people say love heals. And it does. It really does because this hormone, it's amazing what it does. I mean, in vitro and in vivo has been proven. And unfortunately, we don't spend too much money on research on love neither because you cannot patent that neither. But those things are super important. Those are the things that I talk about in the book because I think it's helpful for people to know and learn what are the real things that they should work into incorporating in their life and they're meaningful and they're important and it's not only for improving the chance of living longer and better and looking sexier and younger but to be happier that is the ultimate goal for everyone and becoming the truest highest expression of themselves that is what everybody wants so you're not the best you're the best of you which is unique which is much better than anything else well, I think that sounds think. like a, a thing that we all want. We all want to be the best version of ourselves, I guess, right? Yeah, that's right. I think that should be the goal for everybody. We like would it. make a better world. So for the doctors who are listening, what advice would you give them if they are interested in learning about how to add IV therapies and these type of treatments into their practice? What would right. You say? I would say there is a lot of companies right now offering creating IV like lounges in doctors' offices that seems to be a very profitable way to help patients. I'm just going to recommend that to be cautious. I mean, to check on the signs they have, to make sure that they understand what they're going and what they're going into before they really start doing that. There is a lot of regulations that have changed over the last year too. And most of these companies, I have to tell you, they're not meeting those regulations because it's very expensive. It's really hard to meet those regulations. A lot of the compounding pharmacies that I was using at the beginning have to close because the regulations have become so hard to meet and it's so expensive for them to meet them that it's impossible to produce anything. So the market has become very limited and the pharmacies I use, for example, for me, I only use two different pharmacies. I've been on their facilities myself, one in New York and one here in Florida, Miami. I walk through with them. I make sure they have all the regulations, they meet all the regulations. I work directly with my pharmacies. I trust them like with my eyes closed. And most people don't do that. 
we are so busy as doctors and we are so overwhelmed by everything that is happening that whoever comes and offers us a way to make money, sometimes we just go for it and trust these people. So I would say just be smart because you are and ask how you're regulating these, how you're producing these, what the regulations are. Do you know about it? It concerns me because we're talking about the safe of our patients and we're talking about a tool that for me has a great potential. And I do think that in the future, the foundation of medicine, especially preventive medicine, but even like therapeutic medicine should be this, should be going to the core of the patient and knowing what this patient is missing before I start giving them all these crazy pills and stuff. And we're going to have artificial intelligence working for us. So it's going to be so much easier. I'm working a project like that with people from Silicon Valley, like creating a software that allows to translate the test into the formula of each patient. Because I truly believe that that would be very helpful for medicine. And there is not anything like that right now. There is none. So I would ask doctors to just be who they are. They're smart, they're ethical. Just think about what you're doing and make sure that you choose the right people. I work with different doctors and we've been growing. My company is still small because I'm focusing most of my energy right now in developing the data, the research and developing the platform because, you know, when I move to a larger scale, I want to go to a larger scale in a very responsible way. And that's how the company feels that it should be done because it's not just me, but my partners. And we're all aligned on that. And many times just get trained. Don't think that this is just vitamins. I have some of my doctors, like doctors that work with me, they start with me and they're like, okay, vitamins. And they think it's it's not an important thing. Like if you give them more or less, it's not a big deal. We're doing IV here. We're bypassing the natural mechanism that our body has to protect us from screwing up. So you have to make sure that you're doing the right thing because you can. You can screw up somebody. Like, especially if you start giving them high dose once a week. And a lot of people are like that. They come to your office and say, I want a therapy three times a week. That's good for my bank account, but we don't do that. And I'm sure that these places, these IV lounges get a lot of people like that that are just desperate to feel well. And they go there and they feel a little better, but they don't get to feel better as they should. My patients start coming every two weeks and then they start feeling much better. They don't have to come every two weeks forever. They come three, four times. I build their reserve and then they start coming once a month. And then I tell them maintenance. Every three to six months depends how you feel. Your body will tell you. And it does. Body is so smart. You know, and when you increase your reserve, it's like you open all these pathways that allow you to perceive yourself in that new level, but you also perceive when you're not there. So they come to me when they have an extra trip or they get a cold or they know the stress has increased. So that's when they come before they should come. But most of the time I see my patients every three, six months and then they come. My primary care say my cholesterol is much better and my hemoglobin A1C has normalized. And, you know, I feel great, but he's very happy about those numbers. And he told me, what am I doing? And I told him I'm doing this. And he said, that's not possible. So I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, I know. (laughs) I know they don't understand, but it's okay. We'll get there eventually. Well, that's been a very interesting presentation. I like the information. I definitely- Thank you. It's been a lot of fun too. Yeah, I feel like I need to go out and get my test done and see uh, how screwed up I am too, and then uh, do some IVs. All right, so if people want to get in touch with you, what would you recommend? 
All the contact info is there, our phone number. They can also send us an email and we'll get back to them. We'll send them information about how and when and, you know, how to get the therapy. Uh, doctors too, I mean, I have patients, but I also have doctors that want to become a licensed physician for us. So we're still in that process. We license doctors who are interested in these and we go to their offices, visit and, you know, make sure that we're all aligned and they become licensed and they don't have to pay anything. They just pay for the therapies they provide to the patients and they don't have to pay for the license. At this point, we just give the license to doctors that we believe understand what we're doing and want to help us to grow and make this dream come true of changing medicine little by little, one step at a time. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to be notified of all new episodes and also like and share this to help us grow. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, to have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card to dominate your local area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and your question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or you can go to our website at drrosscarter.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R.com to learn more. Until next time, this is Dr. Ross Carter signing off. Signing off.